Turn it up, people. Let's go. Turn oh, it up man. before you shut it you down. Hear that. Grand you opening, hear that. grand closing. Let's go. Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Winner's Lounge. <laughs> 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 Presented as always by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Out. How long is this intro bumper on the screen for? All the other shows leave it up longer than They do. Yeah. You think is that what we should do? Should we just hang out there for a little bit? <laughs> just let it be for, for a minute. What do we got? Another four minutes? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Take care of the Timberwolves. Dispose of them in just five measly Let's games. Go. 112 to 109. Behind Nikola Jokic, 28, 17, 12. Behind Jamal Murray's 35 piece. Behind Bruce Brown, who had some time they played. Behind Michael Porter Jr.'s clutch play. Unbelievable. No shortage. This isn't one of those shows where we have like, I don't know, we'll stretch it out into an hour. This is a show that's going to go two hours if we yes. got to everything. Uh, to help me do it, though, I got all the homies in the house for me celebrating with the funk. D-Line Co. Let's go! Baby, I'm ready for round two. Let's go. You're already ready for round two? I need a few days off. No, I've, I've, I've done been ready. you done I've been done ready. been ready. All righty. And then over there, probably not ready, just like me, Superstar Dev. I mean, uh, I don't want to brag, but um, <laughs> I did my thing on DraftKings tonight. <laughs> did you? Oh, man, I gave out banger after banger. I mean, all wins. He I might have swept tonight. He honestly. did give out bangers tonight. He gave out absolute bangers tonight. This is, it really is the cherry on top when you have a big-time win, big-time performances, and then you just collect your money. On top of that, you're like, well, how did I do? Oh, I also made copious amounts of money tonight. Um, guys, this game really did have a lot. It had horrible play, choke jobs, heroic jobs by the same people who choked before and vice versa. Comebacks, blown leads. It had a little bit of everything. Should we get to a fast break breakdown really quickly? I'll try to fly through this. 13-5 Wolves to start. Absolute dead start from the Nuggets. Among the most like lifeless first five, ten minutes of a game that I've seen from the Nuggets We've this entire about season. This, man. The, the Wolves came out with a hunger, something to prove, and the Nuggets just came out to play another game. Wolves were hungry for sure. Ant was dominating. He had a fantastic early part of this game, and the Wolves were up 29-22, and I'll tell you what. Felt like a miracle. Down seven. Felt yep. like we were down 20. Yep. Second quarter. Bench kind of into it at first, but a problem with that undersized bench unit, they don't always rebound. That was the case in this one. And they don't score in the half court if they don't get stops. Both of those things happened. And at nine minutes and 44 seconds, the starters were back into the game. This was a game Michael Malone was like, we're not losing it. Even if I have to play my guys 40 minutes. And guess what? He did. Um, still clunky offense from them, though. Murray, Carl Anthony Towns collided. There was a brief. We thought both guys might be hurt for a second. Rudy Gobert got himself into foul trouble. Um, and then Jokic was just off on the jumper. That second quarter, the first quarter Yo. was like a bad quarter. But the second quarter, you're like, all right, settle in, get it. He was just off. Some of the misses were like, he had an air ball. Dude, what was this game, dude? <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, there was like so many different like seasons of this game. It really was, <laughs> it really a, was. a season for everything. Um, the Nuggets did tie it, though, behind Jamal Murray, who I have to give a huge hat tip to in the first half. When I didn't think any of the Nuggets had the energy, life, or belief, Jamal Murray carried them through that stretch. He believed. He willed them back in the first half to tie the game, um, and they actually were up one, 48-47, uh, going into the half. Four fouls on Aaron Gordon, though. This It's five games in the series. Five times he was in foul trouble tonight. He had a tough task. You were right, D-Line. This wasn't a game where it was like, all right, although... Porter was, couldn't make anything. Jokic couldn't make anything, and Nuggets were up. Yep. If you make some of that, I do think Timberwolves have to adjust their scheme a little bit, but they never had to. They just didn't guard him, and they got away with it, and Aaron Gordon picks up fouls. Jokic just couldn't score even in the third quarter. After a timeout, 
Jokic had like five misses in a row, and I was just like, I can't believe we're going to do this. Nuggets call a timeout, and Jokic comes in, and what does he do? Drains a three. Of course. you got to love Jokic being like one of 15 and but being like, you know threes. what? Out of a timeout, let's run a three play for me, and I'm just going to drain a three. No problem. And honestly, he, from that moment on, he really flipped the switch. Played the entire third quarter, and it was tied 77-77. Fourth quarter, Jamal Murray time. Hits a three immediately. First five seconds of the fourth quarter, he hits a three. Next play down. He hits that insane three. Do you remember that insane lob three? And then he turns to the... It was right in front of their bench, and he turns around and just lets them know yep. they're not winning this game. He was so dope. Um, the game was tied, though, when Jokic checked back into this one. Like, De Denver, every time you thought they had a little momentum, Yo. couldn't fully pull it away. Um, Michael Porter, who was scoreless until halfway through the fourth quarter. This is where all the key sequences really matter. Michael Porter scoreless. He hits a three. Bruce Brown hit a floater. Nuggets couldn't get separation, and they finally went up five, and it felt so huge. But then a foul on Aaron Gordon God on Carl Anthony it. Towns. Challenge, lost. AG gets his fifth foul, and Carl Anthony Towns gets an and one. Huge play. Nuggets up one. Aaron Gordon grabbed that huge offensive rebound. Remember how important every possession felt? <laughs> yes. Nobody could score. It Aaron grabbed like it. It, it was. <laughs> Aaron Gordon grabbed an offensive rebound, threw it out to Michael Porter, who again hit a three. Two threes in the fourth quarter after going scoreless. Not just missing threes, scoreless. God. All up into that point. Huge play. Nikhil Alexander-Walker drew a foul on Jokic on a illegal screen that I thought... I thought the Nuggets got away with some fouls tonight. I thought, whatever. But tonight, that screen was not a foul, and Nikhil Alexander-Walker got away with it and then followed it up by hitting a corner three. It just felt like Denver had to work so hard to build this lead, and it evaporated in one sequence. Then Jokic missed the three. It was tied at 142. Jokic hits free throws. Towns posts up Murray and gets a putback just back and forth, back and forth. Jokic got an added one. Carl Anthony Towns fouled out. And then Jokic hit another one. Nuggets go up five. Conley hit a three. Again, I thought it was over. Conley hits Dude. a three, and you're like, you got to be kidding. Again. Then Colbert fouled out because he had to foul just to put somebody on the line and didn't realize he had five. And then he did the most uh, French-looking thing where he was like, oh, oh, my gosh. Colbert looks so goofy whenever he makes any movements. Wolf score again. Jokic goes one of two at the foul line, so the Nuggets are only up three. 2.8 seconds left. They get a sideline out of bounds. Anthony Edwards can't get open. No timeouts. He takes a three from about 30 feet, and I tell you, boys, I thought it was in. Yeah. I hate that they didn't foul him. Well, it's. I will say this. You're right, but he went so far away from the basket that at that point, if you, like, lunge for him, he just goes into the shooting motion. It's just really... The second he got the ball, he I know, but him. but the thing is, is he, he put himself out of range, as it turns out, to catch the ball. So at that point, would you rather foul and put him on the line or have him, like, shoot a contested 35-footer? I don't know, man. Statistically, tomato, it's potato, but Nuggets win it anyway, uh, and they lock up the series in five games. Dev, start us off. Man, there's so many things that happen in this game. What's your big takeaway from it? Um, Luckily, really, luckily for... Nikola Jokic, those people that uh that that judge him and talk, all they do is go off of stats. And in this game, he had a monster game. If you right. go off of stats, twenty eight points, seventeen rebounds, he twelve had 28 assists. Twenty eight points. I've never seen him look worse on offense. Yeah, and the wildest part about it is, out of those seventeen um, rebounds, nine of them were on the offensive end. <laughs> like he was actually just like you know dominating down low, um, making sure that he competed on, on that end of the floor and if there's a guy that is exci <laughs> excited about getting done with this series it's Jokic he doesn't yep. have to see that twin uh, yep. that twin tower um matchup um and though you know those are formidable big men that really make it hard for him and he still puts up 
you know, these type of uh, stats. We're going to talk about his wrist. We're going to talk about um, him not having a good game. But he competed against a Twin Tower lineup, and um, you need your, your, your best player to, to show up when it matters. He did just that. And I'll tell you, the thing about Jokic that is underappreciated by the casual fan, everybody looks at, to your point, stats, but in particular, point stats. Tonight, it's a miracle he had 28 points. He a took miracle. 29 shots. And had 28 no. points. He was 8 of 29. Horrendous score shooting night. But the thing about Jokic is he can affect the game in so many ways that his scoring was like D minus tonight from an efficiency standpoint. Passing was on point. Rebounding, to your point, was on point. And he just did so many things to impact the Nuggets winning, especially in the clutch. So I'm with you, man. That's the difference between Yoke yep. and most other just score players. Yeah. You want to go uh, into yours? My Your big takeaway from the game is that I... Announced it earlier on. I don't know if it was in the pregame. I don't know if I was in the watch along. I'm the official Jamal Murray guy of this <laughs> podcast, and I was eating tonight. Ah, ah, ah. Just three after three, big shot after big shot. Denver Nuggets couldn't get anything going. No one uh, of their big three, both Jokic and Porter, were absent from the offensive end of the of from the, the scoring part but from yeah. the scoring michael porter jr was absent entirely um, porter had 10 rebounds i have to give him credit sure, like okay. again listen. that's big though man uh, twin yeah. tower lineup you got a rebound well, yeah but that's not why we i mean yes but listen that's not why we i'm saying like in jamal murray had to step up because those two guys didn't have it at that in the first half and he was so gargantuan man he looked like jimmy butler like out there at times he looked he really did <laughs> like i mean it is crazy because Nikhil alexander walker really gives him a hard time this has been this was one of the big themes of this series but um he was just like in circus shot mode like you couldn't really contain him you could get him into taking taking a bad shot but that didn't mean anything like he was going to hit it on this night so jamal murray my guy the official jamal murray guy of this podcast <laughs> what a night i'm having Time well, of my life. Five of nine from the three-point line. Five of nine. Uh, and to your point, man, Nikhil Alexander-Walker was a plus 10 in 38 minutes tonight. A plus 10. Dominated those minutes. But, again, so Murray had to work so hard in this game. And I've pointed it out. We've talked on the show. His, Nikhil Alexander-Walker's ability to not get screened means Murray almost never gets to play from a position of advantage. He just has to shake him. He has to, like, shoot over him or around him, and that's so hard to do. And Murray, I don't know that he's had the burst that he's had in years past where he can just go to that level. So he's had to go to the shot-making, which has been inconsistent in the series, but tonight when it was needed most, he had it in spades, and he just hit so many crazy shots yeah not just like oh man we need this one it was step back hand in the face falling down rainbow arker and and he drained him he was up for the challenge and i'm glad you brought up jimmy butler who on the very pregame show we mentioned was you know had one of the most impressive playoff performances or whatever and the thing about jimmy is he just was doing everything when the team needed it like you need this he delivered he did this yep. for murray for most of this game that was exactly what he was doing. When Denver was at their most desperate, he was at his best. Yep. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was like, uh, you know, he didn't have a great game last game. And after a, a performance like that, you know, it's hard not to start to question if maybe the guy's breaking down a little bit. Like, what is it you can expect from him long term? Uh, we keep going back to this question, but he keeps answering. You know, he keeps stepping up. He had way more good games than he had bad in this series. And his good games were uh, about as good as it gets in the NBA. Like, he was five points away from another 40-point game in the playoffs. 
another 40 point game. I really wanted it. That's like another like little it's not a big deal, but it would have been nice. Dude, it's dope. It's, and it means something because for a team like the Denver Nuggets who play, you know, nobody obviously we know people don't watch the Denver Nuggets, but like Dev says, what they do is look at numbers and that's a big that's a number that is impressive when someone's like, "Yo, he had another 40 point game in the playoffs." Like, yeah. That's meaningful. Yeah, so, and you want to talk about impressive. Like this was a game that Jamal's coming off of he was clearly banged up. He was clearly dinged up. He's having, you know, last game was rough for him. And exhausted, man. I very, honestly think he's exhausted. Tired. And not only is he tired, he's playing against a, a really good defender who's making him work for every single Everything. thing that he had. Um, and he still found a way to hit tough shots, to hit step backs, to get to the free throw line, to make him work. And also, that was while running the offense. Like, this wasn't a game where... He just gunned every single time. Like no, he had 23 all. shots, but I feel like last game was like a lot more out of the offense, and he found a way to get a mixture of both. Yeah. Um. He also was, you know, trying to compete on the other end of the floor. Um. Staying involved in a lot of high IQ plays. Um. In this one, like he got them to where they needed to go, and then of course Jokic, you know, cleared them out. PJ hit some big shots. Um. To stay in it, but. You're going to be best when everybody's hitting. And when your point guard is able to put up 35 points in a game, um, your big man is able to rebound every single thing that comes his way and everyone else is um, contributing. That's how you win these games. Yep. Jamal was him. Yeah, yep. he really was. My big takeaway, though, it's actually not even about the Nuggets necessarily. Was it about the Mario movie? It was so good. <laughs> it was so good, man. Toad and Donkey Kong. Yeah, dude. The... Uh, no, my big takeaway is that the playoffs, man, are tough. Yes. The playoffs, like, you want to win easy, and the Nuggets won, or won, win pretty. And the Nuggets won some games pretty in this series. They did. Game one was pretty. Yep. You know, game one was, oh, look at how good this team is. Yep. Tonight didn't require pretty. In fact, I don't know that Denver could have won pretty tonight. Maybe if MPJ would have just made some of those threes, they would have felt that way. They had to win ugly. The playoffs, like, they take away the thing that you do best, and sometimes they take away the thing you do second best and the thing you're most comfortable with, and it's like, and who, can, like worst at. who can slog through the ugliest parts of their game to come out on the other end? And I just feel like that's what happened tonight. Like, part of me looks yes. at this Jokic game and feels concerned because of how poorly he shot, and you start to think, is the wrist bad, this or that? But then the other part of me goes, but even with having the worst shooting night he has had in probably five seasons... He still managed to put up a stat line and to impact the game in a way that led to a not just a win, but a playoff win, and not just a playoff win, but a closeout win. This is the playoffs from here on out. It's not going to go the way you script it in your head. Maybe once a series, yeah. maybe twice if you're lucky. All the other ones are going to be, as 555 says, bad wins. They're going to be like, man, how did Denver pull that out? This, the Philadelphia 76ers swept. You're like, oh, wow, they swept. They must have just killed them. Like, dude, the last couple games were just like this, like back and yeah. forth. And it, it is, all of the adjustments come into play. And like you see the, the Wolves figure out a way to attack Denver that they weren't really using before. They just like send the t two towers at the net. They send Rudy Gobert. They just start going downhill attacking. They, they made an adjustment. And then Denver had like had to then adjust and then there's an adjustment there's a bit like like you say they find the weak point you find you just you're just tapping on the outside of a team until you find that weak spot and then you just exploit it and denver had to overcome that i don't really think they even found a solution for it they just made more shots 
I mean, yeah. I mean, some of the solution in like defensively, they had some great rotations in the clutch. They had some great defensive, like everybody just giving their all effort. But you're right. Offensively, it was a slog. And Dev, today, Fat Joe, of all people, yeah, endorsed Nikola Jokic. He had his Joey pick. Crack. Shout out. Mr. <laughs> Leanback. Mr. Leanback, man. He's big Jokic fan. And he gave my favorite comp. I've actually made the comp myself years past, but I love the comp. Tyson Fury, yeah. who is for real a phenomenal yeah. boxer, obviously like a heavyweight champ, but uh, for Gypsy real, King. The, the Gypsy King, but he's an unbelievably technically sound boxy. But Fat Joe's like, you look at him, he doesn't look intimidating, but he just has all the moves. He just reads yeah. everything so well. And I just love that comp because I actually think it's really well. But I love that the boxing analogy for the playoffs, because it really is like you go into a plan like, all right, I'm going to work the left side, then I'm going to come forward and this or that. But boxing is like, by end of round three, both guys are exhausted, they're punched yeah. in their face, they're bleeding. And that's what this was. Both boxers cut, both boxers game plan out the window. Who's going to survive? And Denver just had a little bit more. Yep. Yeah, I mean... Oh, they won in the early rounds. <laughs> they Yeah, they won in the early <laughs> well, rounds. But sure. also, it went the distance. And yeah. um, they oh. made sure that they... <laughs> Again, <laughs> the Wolves had one in them. That's all the yeah. distance. <laughs> but they made sure that they fought. Like... <laughs> right. uh, this was by no means a good game by Jokic. This was not even a, a decent game by him. But he found really? a way to. I think it was decent, just regular. Okay. But he found a way to win it. That that final five minutes of the game, he was in his bag. Like yeah. Jokic really was, and he really did close them out um, in his way. He's you know hitting Michael Porter Jr. for no look passes. He's grabbing every single rebound. He's fighting. He's making you know Gobert and all of them have to foul him where they're fouling out. Um, and he's just finishing. And that's why he doesn't have the touch that he you know normally has. That's why he's not getting to the rim and getting the footwork. We had to see him do it in so many different ways yep. um, in these five games, like where he's shooting mid range shots. Um, he's at the three point line in these last two games. He had to adjust and. You know, credit to Minnesota Timberwolves for making him adjust and, you know, utilizing that the twin tower lineup that they have. But he continues to find a way to still dominate yeah. um, in different ways. He is like a, a heavyweight champion. Tyson Fury was a great. He is. Um, he, he was a great comp, I'm saying. It really mm -hmm. is one of my favorite comps, man. I'm telling you. I it's think true. It's so cool. Dude, we were saying this during the, the Fury Wilder. We are like, dude, Wilder is in beat and Jokic is... <laughs> like fury like they just have those styles like wilder just like punches hard and it's like can knock you out but you know fury can just out uh outbox you nuggets outbox him tonight man and just the clutch performance it was a in hindsight i do think that the series provided some tune-ups i'm sure we, we're gonna have like three more days wednesday thursday friday shows to kind of put a bow on this one and big picture stuff as well as prepare for the next one which appears to be the phoenix it's suns the phoenix it's, i mean suns, it's not yes. official yet but it's official it's gonna be the phoenix suns a big one we'll have plenty of time but i do feel like this series prepared denver for a lot of things some of which they won't see the next time but a lot of just mental hey to kill a team it takes a lot it takes an awful lot, and I think Denver got away with that this uh, you know this time around. Oh Let's um, take a quick break. On the other side, though, more takeaways, including what to make of Michael Porter, what to make of Aaron Gordon, and will things get easier going forward? But first, I want to tell you guys about Breckenridge Brewery, the official oh, beer go. partner of DNVR. You guys know them. And you know what we've had lately? A nice, beautiful rain. Really reminds me of fall weather. You really you reverted back to fall. I'm telling you, it felt there was like fall weather. Everyone else is just mad that it's not it's spring, but it's when you've just gone fully. But you're autumnal, dude. I'm telling you, I'm an <laughs> autumn person. I just have that in my soul, so I bring it with me everywhere I go. You know what that means is that you're the pre the prelude to death. <laughs> Perfect. I love that. <laughs> 
The fall is the best, objectively, the best yeah, season. It's, that's it's when fantastic. all the leaves die and stuff. Yeah, anyway, it's all, but they all peak before death. That's what it is. Everything that rises yeah. must converge. Okay. A little Flannery O'Connor so, for you guys there. Not here. everybody catches my literary references. <laughs> Definitely not this guy. Uh, but with fall weather comes the unofficial fall beer of Colorado, which is, of course, the Avalanche Amber Ale. Yep. A fantastic one. I will say, you guys, if you want to try out a beer, try a Fun Slinger. It's a really good beer. You can also try the Mile High Golden Ale. There's another fantastic one. What do you got? What other ones? Let's, let's have a Breck beer off. Uh, I like a Mountain Beach. Vanilla Porter Jr. Um, I like a Strawberry Sky. RK Special. That's not a, an actual beer. All right. I'll go with the um, uh, 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 the Christmas Ale. Oh, please. <laughs> oh, get out of my life. <laughs> I'll go Buddy Pass. I can go all over with you. Breck and Ridge life. Brewery. Check them out. also want to tell you guys about IV Nutrition. I got to tell you, the homies of IV Nutrition at Wash Park we're in the house tonight, cheering on the nugs, going wild down there. Mindy and Terrell, they brought us a T-shirt. And they also had this cool thing where they came into the bar tonight, and this is what they told us to say. Tonight, they already have the 50% off for DNVR. You go in there and mention DNVR, 50% off your IV drip. They said, if the Nuggets win tonight, they're feeling it, they're Nuggets fans. These are Nuggets people. Yeah. They're like, if the Nuggets win tonight, we'll also throw in one of their specialty add-on injections, which is like a B12 injection, mm -hmm. different vitamin injections or different things. You can tailor it if you're like looking, going to run a race or something. They got certain injections for that. So check them out. I love it. I love that they're just like, you know, Dude, we love the Nuggets. You know we want what, them to win. You know what I would pick to, for the injection? What's up? Vibes. Vibes? You get vibes. You just walk in and say, I want the vibes. Give me the vibes. IV Nutrition, injection. man. Hook it up to my veins. They have that place right there on Alameda and Downing. You'll see it. IV Nutrition, and you can go there. A lot of people think of IVs for hangovers. Of course, you got a hangover, go over oh, there, man. I, let's just say I'm going to maybe use their service tomorrow as soon as we get off as the air. As soon as we get off the air. Um, but you can also do it, of course. A lot of people do it for various health, uh, different health benefits. They have one for. Athletes, you have a big race coming up or something like that. You want to make sure you're fully hydrated, have all your vitamins and nutrients. They got some, like maybe you have a big presentation or test or something like that. They have ones they or call the Brain the, Boost. Or you got to face the Minnesota Timberwolves in a <laughs> do-or-die game. Honestly, we might see Nikola Jokic at IV Nutrition tonight. They might He might oh, be okay. down there. Like, How many bags of IV do you think he could pull in after a game like well, this? Well, I think he probably would be get, getting outfitted with horse DNA. Is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. Check them out. IV Nutrition. They're the homie. You get a free shirt. You get the free injection and 50% off your first drip just to check it out. See if you like it. Again, Wash Park location only, Alameda Downing. All right. Let's get back to the show here. Um, Aaron Gordon, foul trouble again tonight. He does go for 14 points, six rebounds, two assists, and a steal. O of three, though, from three. O of three. His three ball was not reliable, uh, you know, for most of this series. I think, Dev... This is a weird matchup for him specifically because of the two bigs, but I don't think it was a weird matchup for how he's going to be guarded. He might be able to punish when they don't guard him on the perimeter more inside by just rebounding, pinning guys. But I don't know. I do think that he's going to have to find games in the series, in the next series, where he just makes his three-point shot. Um, I made a mistake of earlier saying that Jokic was excited to get out of this series. <laughs> yes. Aaron Gordon is yeah. excited to get out of this series because he's not having to guard a center. Um, what is his prize? He gets to go up against Kevin Durant. <laughs> Not a great yeah. prize, but um, in this game, um, I mean, you talked about like the offense. He clearly is going to have to knock down shots. He's going to have to make himself uh, a guy that they have to guard on offense where um, you can't just double team Jokic the entire time. I think he settled um, a lot at times, especially in this game where he's just trying to settle at the three-point line, couldn't make it um, and found different ways. 
Also in this game, I was calling very loudly for Malone to take him out. It would have lost the game for them if he, if he got out of the game. <laughs> Honestly, because down the stretch, him and Jokic's chemistry and connection that they had, that was a, a, a winning you know, duo. Um, he's finding him under the rim. Um, he fought through having a bad game where he's challenging Gobert at the rim. He had a Mason Plumlee backwards dunk and won. That kind of sealed the deal, or at least made it, you know, yeah. tough on Strong on the play. Timberwolves. Also, Jokic got stuck on a few shots um, that he just dropped it off to Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon catches it, goes up and finishes it, and that's how he, you know, salvaged the night. But I just like the fact that Aaron Gordon battled, even though things weren't going his way. He's still trying to guard a center. He's still um, making it a point that he's going to, you know, try. Um, so I do tip my hat to the performance that he had. Yeah, it was tough. This was a t- tough matchup for Aaron Gordon. Like, it, it, he won't have another matchup like this the rest of the way. Like, the Timberwolves are uh, the most uniquely constructed team in the NBA, and it gave problems to Murray. It gave problems to Jokic. It gave problems to Aaron Gordon. They're not going to have these problems moving forward. Like, like the Nuggets going to be able to live in the paint the next round. Like, we're going to get. I, I said it couple days ago like I really expect Aaron Gordon to go off against the Suns I really see Jokic getting in deep we see a lot more of that post game on uh, being able to drop it off right around DeAndre Ayton um, <clears throat> this game was crazy though like you know like there were a lot of times when Aaron Gordon or this matchup a lot of times when, when Aaron Gordon would find himself on an island and being backed down by Gobert or by Towns and an alley-oop would come in over him or he'd have to try and foul to cut off because like the physical differences between the the two were just so immense and he wasn't really able to make them pay on the offensive end either they was getting like that paint was locked down yeah. nobody could do anything in that paint um which is usually bread and butter for the Denver Nuggets and especially Aaron Gordon so so true he just this just wasn't his series but like that that's over like all these players that were having problems, like Jokic was having problems tonight. Like that's it, over. Now it's it's uh, it's barbecue chicken time. I've said this on previous iterations of the show, but <laughs> Gobert has the funniest career to me. He was so good in this series. He he's really was unbelievable. Like he's going up against Jokic, he's outmatched. But he went up and made things as hard as possible for Jokic, and really covered for a team that has horrible defensive like execution. And he covered a lot of their sins, as to your point, really making it hard for Denver to get into the paint. Um, him and Nikhil Alexander-Walker, good defenders. Everybody else in that roster is like, I don't know, you know, yeah, like Torian totally. Prince, the next best one or something. I mean, they were diminished by the end, too. The they were. They have Jaden McDaniels, who I think helps them on, on, on that end and stuff. I'm just saying they're not a team that has, like, a bunch of defensive players all over. He had to make up for a lot. And look, man. This was a tough series for Jokic. It was. It really was. And I do think that it'll get easier for him in the future. Like, Jokic has now beat Gobert twice in the playoffs. Once in epic fashion. This one, obviously, a five-gamer. But So it's like gets lost a little bit in the shuffle. But I actually think Gobert might be a top-five toughest matchup for Jokic. Doesn't mean Jokic... Like, great players overcome tough matchups. But Gobert really did do a good job in this series of making this as hard as possible on him, given the circumstances. I agree with you, though. Aaron Gordon had to really battle through an unfavorable matchup, and I do think things shift in the next series. It's funny because Murray and Jokic were great in this series. I think for both of them, the matchup on offense gets a lot easier in the yes, next round. Yes, it does, dude. On defense, it gets harder, but on offense, it gets easier. Yes, but he's going to be Murray is going to be able to drive the rim. He's going to be able to do so much more that he wasn't able to do against Nikhil Alexander-Walker. That, that guy had him in, in prison, and he just was making great shots. Like He can still make great shots, but... 
we were, you know, like we saw it a few games, but just like not regularly, those like insane finishes where he'd be able to get around and, you know, just uh, his whole layup package was on display. And it just was, dude, I don't think he had a layup all game except for that backwards one. <laughs> he just threw it behind I'm him. I'm telling you, Nikhil Alexander-Walker is going to end up a plus overall in the playoffs on a team that lost in five. <laughs> He's going to be a plus three. Yeah. Isn't that wild? He's a heck of a defender. And didn't hear about him all year. Yeah. Like, like it it mattered, like, later on, you know, and when you get to to key in on those guys. That Minnesota team is better than what the the five games showed. Right. And especially they're playing without guys. They're playing without defenders on top of that. This could have been even tougher than what it was. It's true. I think they have a bright future. They do. I mean, this isn't for them. This isn't a if we only had Jamal Murray situation because they weren't missing their best players, but they were missing their depth. And and Denver killed their depth. And honestly. Denver killed their depth. You know, it's like their, you know, their ceiling, I don't think is much higher than we saw, but uh, as far as like their stars going off, which probably would have happened regardless, but the, yeah, just losing slow-mo, losing just everybody. It just, it took its toll and the Denver Nuggets, you know, ultimately exploited it. What'd you see from KCP in this series? He was not that great. He hit shot. Our first game, he hit like three or four threes. Yeah, overall, though, I mean, he was good defensively. um, But, you know, I've come to, like, expect him to be a spacing three-point threat. And he just wasn't that. He was just a little bit, but, like, just not reliably. Like, I, he kind of disappeared. And I, I think a lot of it was just he was playing defense mainly, but... I don't know. What'd you see, Dan? So he shot for he shot thirty nine percent from three coming into tonight. He did just go one of four, so he's going to finish eight of twenty two, which isn't great, but it's also not terrible. Yeah, most uh, of that was in game one, though. I think he had three or four in the game one. I, I wasn't high on him, but he does a lot of those vet type things, like um, like he gets a lot more fouls, yeah, um, and, and makes sure that he evens out the, the the foul count and things like that. He he just knows a lot of the tricks of the trade. He didn't hit the spot-up shots that I expected. Um, the Bruce Brown and him lineup that they went with as the, the primary ball handlers, I don't want to ever see again. I did not like that at all. It was like bad sequences. Um, but you just hope that he gets back to just knocking down every shot when he's open, where he's not having to create for himself off the dribble. And we've seen a few of those in this game. Um, as a defender, um, I expected him to slow down um, Edwards just a little bit. I don't think you can stop Edwards. Like I, that's a person that I have newfound respect for. Um, watching him up close like this, but um, I did expect him to be a you know a, a tougher matchup in this next series. Though I do think that they're gonna challenge him um, as far as like letting him shoot and giving him that spacing, and he's gonna have to knock down those shots. So I I do think that he'll be better. Yeah. Let me. Uh, oh, the last guy I want to mention is Bruce Brown, who had a very hot and cold, but mostly hot series, and he was phenomenal tonight. 14 points. He was a plus seven. This was a good matchup for Denver's bench. As you mentioned, they were depleted. But what did you see from them? Man, him? My man clamped down Anthony Edwards in the second half. Anthony Edwards, I thought, was going to have like an all-time NBA name. Yeah, he cooled he off, man. He cooled he, off. He was so hot in the first half, and Bruce Brown was glued to him that entire second half, and it made a big difference. Bruce Brown was an absolute dog in this series. He had some of the biggest, uh, or at least the most impressive games coming off of the bench, like being the energy guy that comes in, like showing toughness, showing that he wasn't scared. He only had one, like, bad offensive game. He was, dude, Bruce was like, I was so impressed by him. He's absolutely a postseason player. Like Bruce Brown is, I, I'm that, that's an absolute 
uh, Circle of Trust guy. That's a that is a foxhole guy, Bruce Brown dude. Bruce I, Brown. I'm yeah. so impressed with this guy. Bruce was uh, catapulted into a, a difficult spot for him. They, he had to be the backup point guard. Um, Denver made the trade to you know go get a backup point guard. It did not work out. Bruce now had to be the backup point guard, and he had to be the primary ball handler. And one of the questions going into the series was. How is Denver gonna, you know, fare against their their bench unit? How is Denver gonna fare against um, not having a backup point guard? And Bruce Brown had positive plus minus after positive plus minus. The only one was in the loss where he had a bad one, but every other time, every time that he was on the court, good things happened. Good things happened. So um, Bruce Brown is a competitor. He showed he is gonna compete. He made it extremely, um, you know, tough on Anthony Edwards in that second half. He doesn't, you know, he didn't lock him down. Per se, but he did make he it hard. Do anything you have to be a disruptor, and also he had some big Yo, shots. It is Those a two-point game and like that. That was that was pretty big time. So uh, Bruce Brown, that was the the second unit. You take that every time. Yeah. Let me ask you this question. I think this is an interesting way to phrase this. Are you more confident in the Nuggets after this series, or less confident? I'm where I've always been with the Nuggets. Same I know they level. have it. I know they have it. And this wasn't, like, the highest level competition that they're going to see, but it was, like, unique. Oh, my God, dude. This game is out of its mind. Oh, my God. Are the Clippers coming back? It's a two-point game, Adam. Oh, my it's goodness. It's a two-point game, Adam. Um, I gotta, this would be huge for Oh, Denver. wow. This just turned into a live watch-along. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> you a know four, what? I'm for it. We'll keep checking it here. It's a four-point game. Um, I forgot what I was talking about. What the hell was I talking about? Uh, you were talking about, do you feel the same oh, level of confidence? I feel the same. Like, I know the Nuggets have it. I, I know they have it. Like, I know they have enough. I just, what I liked in this is that we saw them win in different ways yes, each game. Yes, And that shows that they have answers to adjustments. And, again, like, the things that, was, that were giving them the hardest times they're not going to see again. Right. The Twin Towers, they're not going to see anything like that again. Like, Well, the Lakers, should they make it, which I don't think they will make it that deep, but you never know. They do have Anthony Davis, who presents a challenge in a, in a long, great defensive way. Yeah, I mean, he Jeff actually will play, is, Jeff will play up against Anthony Davis. Jeff or MPJ or... You mean Aaron Gordon? Or Aaron Gordon. All, th- all of them. Like, but I, I don't, I'm, see, I don't I'm, see Jokic being on him. I'm just saying, like, in terms of, like, rim protection, guarding Yoke, making yeah. it hard on Yoke. Because I do think, like, Aiton is going to be a step down, in my opinion, from what he just saw defensively. Anthony Davis could be an equal or even better challenge for Yoke specifically. But what about you, Dev? Are you more confident, less confident, same? Uh, I'm about the same, but also leaning towards more confident. Um, we saw that Denver can adjust to that's when that twin tower was that was difficult. For yo, them. That was tough. That was, it was and crazy. it made everyone step away from who they were. Um Jokic was not himself in that and he had to adjust. Um yo. other guys, you know, were not hitting the shots that they typically, you know, shoot, and it's because he makes it. The Twin Towers made it so tough for them. Um, and then Aaron Gordon kind of got played out of that. So I do think that now they're in a situation that they match up a lot better, especially offensively. Now they have to step up, step up on the defensive end. But they showed that they could go through adversity. They showed that they can be tough. Um, so you have to like that. Yeah. Yo, this is wild. <laughs> this is wild. The craziest things are happening. The Suns just threw the ball away. <laughs> we'll, ke- yeah. we'll, che- we'll keep checking in on this game. I, For me, in some ways, I'm more encouraged. In some ways, I'm maybe a little bit less encouraged. I mean, I do think there's some things that I hope improve from now to then. 
Murray's conditioning, I hope it's just like a little bit looks quicker in the next series. Maybe it was Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Maybe it was just like, hey, every round you get a little tougher, a little more conditioned. Yep. I really believe that, that they are all going to become better conditioned. You get four, probably four days off, you know, to rest here. And then the other part of this is, you know, Jokic's wrist. You know, do I feel great about what I've seen from Jokic's wrist in this game? Uh, that, that part is just a variable that I did not anticipate until yeah. this series where I was like, oh, man, I didn't think I was going to be thinking about this. Well, the most beautiful thing is that they, now they have time off. I mean, well, I hope that's enough. It, it will be. It will be. Like, you, you'll notice Jamal Murray isn't gripping. Well, for his, Jamal his, Murray, yes. But he's not gripping in his hand anymore. Like, right, right. the wrist thing. Like, Jokic looked like both of his wrists were kind of bothering him. <laughs> and, like, he can ice them for four days. Like, yeah. He can, like, really bring down any swelling or anything that's happening. That he can get treatment on these things where, I mean, it's. I'm sure that it's inflammation. You know, it's like he can. they can figure out ways to bring the inflammation down at least. So... Um, you know, it might flare up again, but all the same, like, I just think that it's going to be really beneficial for the Nuggets to get this rest, um, as it would be for any team, you know? Like, the how's playoffs the, are a battle. They're how's the chat feeling about better or worse? I'm curious. So chat feeling more confident or less confident than the Nuggets? I will say this. Two years ago, Nuggets had never won a series in less than seven. Then they get one in six. Now they get one in five. It's not a small thing. I mean, we're inching your way up. Maybe the next round is a sweep. Who knows? But uh, I, I do think there's something to just figuring out how to do it. And I will say, the Nuggets that we watched in this series were a more mature playoff team than any we had seen prior to it. Easily. No question. And that was a large part of why they won the way that they did. In years past, I do think Denver would have to win a little pretty. I mean, they did have some toughness and, like, you know, some grit and this or that. But a lot of it was elite shot making. You know, oh, these guys are so talented. This was a series where they won at least two games ugly. And that's just impressive to be able to do. Um, any final thoughts you guys have? Well, I know we're waiting on Jokic. Uh, we have Brendan Vogt, who's at Ball Arena. He'll be joining us a little bit later. Is there any final thoughts you want to put on this specific game before we... Kind of well, move on from the game part of oh, it. And then, we'll, then we can talk about the series. The series, yeah, in the next segment. Uh, this game, I just think, um, was just a gritty game. Just a gritty game by the Denver Nuggets. They started off slow. You know, we kind of anticipated it might happen. And it's just they showed again that they are a team that has resolved. They are a team that has grit. They are a team that is ready for the spotlight. You know, I mean, not that NBA TV is a spotlight, but you understand, like, People are looking at them now, and they didn't shy away from it. Somebody help me out with this, because maybe somebody in the chat who's really good at, at, at searching Google. I wasn't able to do this during the show. Michael Malone, I believe, ties Doug Monau for most playoff wins as a really? coach with 24. Jokic also at 24. I think, but I'm not sure, I think Jokic also ties Alex English for wow. most playoff wins in Nuggets franchise history. Wow, I'm not wow. certain of that last part. I am of the, the Jokic one. They said it on the, or the uh, Malone Jok one. Yeah. But, but I think Jokic might now have the most wins, playoff wins in franchise history, which is cool and fitting. And I think an important an important thing. I know we've moved on from the Mello versus Jokic, but there was a moment in time when you would, you know, when that was a thing. And I always remember thinking... Melo didn't have that many playoff wins, and that matters, not, yep. not from a legacy standpoint, just from a how much did you enjoy that era. They just never got out of the first round. And they didn't win that many times in the first. They lost a lot of 4-0 and 4-1 series, and it was just a lot of, like, half the playoffs weren't even fun. I think the fact that we've had Jokic now for four, five playoff runs, four and counting, and we've gotten wins in all of them. You know, all, you know we've, we've had, like, some success, and every single part of it has been pretty cool. Um, you have any final thoughts, Deb? 
Um, one of my final thoughts, we didn't talk, you know, much about him was the MPJ um, did not have it going offensively in either game, but he found stretches. The Suns, baby. He found stretches throughout the game that he knocked down shots. He did. He stuck with it um, instead of just giving up on himself or not trying in different ways. Um, he was a, a plus nine, um, highest plus minus on the team, and that's because he fought for boards. Um, he used his length. Um, and athleticism, and, and also you're right about that part. That's underrated. He really has gotten better at using his length, like using that, and then also just like he has some high IQ plays on offense, um, like smart reads um, on the, the three pointer. Also, he baited um, Rudy Gobert for his you know tomahawk dunk. He's just finding different ways to get it done. And when the threes return, and there's all those Mike, 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 Mike situations, right. yep. things are gonna go well for them. I do think that he is fit for that Suns team where he can be one of the biggest different make difference makers and I saw that in a series that he was not incredible in. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's take our other break. On the other side we'll put we'll think some final thoughts on the series itself. We'll talk about the Phoenix Suns who just clinched to move on uh, from their series in five games. So it's set and it feels fitting. But first I want to tell you guys about Bacchus and Shanker. You guys know them. They are the Colorado attorneys that win for Colorado families. If you get hurt in an automobile accident, you need to give them a call. 222-2222. It's easy. You have to call them right away. Why? Because it's free until they win you money. It's free when you make that first phone call, that consultation. It's free while they work on your case. You go in there, they get all the details. They start getting all the information and collecting the case. All of that is free. You don't pay until they win. And winning is something they do a lot of. Backus and Schenker has won over $1 billion for their clients over the years. They are a Colorado institution. Oh, You know who's Backus and Schenker tonight? Murray and Jokic. The classic Backus If you were going to close out a team, is it going to be Murray and Jokic? Dude, if you, yeah, we went on a field trip to the playoffs, pack a PB&J sandwich. Is that right? Yeah, dude. <laughs> little PB&J for you. They had some PB&J tonight. Now they had even more locations serving all of Colorado, including neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Inglewood, Fort Collins. Backus and Shanker has the strength and power to win your case. More than 30 lawyers and 100 people on staff, so give them a call at that number. You'll always remember. 222-2222. 222 also want to tell you guys about the Game Time app, which you can find a link to in the description of this very show. You can click on that. Today they had tickets for $32 to a playoff game, Eric. Mm. This is why Super Producer Kale not here tonight. We've got Super Producer Alyssa filling in. You know why he's not here? One, it's his birthday. Happy birthday, Kale. Well, if it's his birthday, why did we get the gift? That's so t- <laughs> what a sick bird. <laughs> Kale's going to be so sad, too, I when he watches. He'll be watching hey, this. Kale. Hey, Kale, I hope you're crying on your birthday <laughs> while you heard that. Happy birthday, Kale. <laughs> but also because he looked at the game time app. We were upstairs talking about, a, you know, different promotions and different things. And it was like $32 to go to a Nuggets playoff game? Yeah. How is it so cheap? It's cheap because the game time app is the best way to buy tickets. Use that description to the show. And then be like Kale. You can wait. To, you can buy early Don't if you want. Always like Don't Kale. always be like Kale. But in this one <laughs> narrow instance, you can be like Kale in that you can wait to the last minute. You're like, am I going to go to the game or not? Leave it to fate. Leave it in God's hands. Or this gets the game time app's hands. Say, if the tickets get below $33, I'll go. Let me see what these flash deals are at the last. Yeah. 32 Boom. And listen, like uh, the best way to look when you're logged in is to filter. You have the option. You can do... $1 sign, $2 signs, $3 signs. Slide all the way over. Click all in price. Then you see what the final price will be 
before, so you don't just see the price and then the fees behind it. Like, oh, right. if you hit the all in price, you see the total you'll pay, um, which is, I, I feel like, the best way to do it. For sure it is. So check out the Game Time app. The link is in the description of the show. If you're ever looking for tickets to a concert, we're almost concert season. We got people talking about different concerts they're going to already here in the <sighs> office. Go to Game Time app. Always check them out. Great deals, great prices. All right. What do we learn about the Denver Nuggets in this? We're going to do more of this deep dive, obviously, later in the week. But just kind of like things we learned about the Nuggets. Number one, by far, the most important thing we learned. Playoff Jamal Murray. Yep. A real thing. Now, wasn't consistent. I don't think he was fantastic in games two or three for the whole game. He definitely waxed and waned his, his play. Second half of game one, all of game two, all of game five, the closeout game, he was a different caliber player than what we saw in the regular season. And we just, we've just we been waiting three years to know if that was coming back. Sure enough, it's back. Yeah, man, I would categorize this by saying that the Denver Nuggets have a switch. The Denver Nuggets have a switch. We watched down the stretch with much frustration and much consternation as a fan base wondering if the Denver Nuggets simply had peaked too early and it turns out they just have a switch that's it that's like a, they they if they care they win if they don't care it's tough so that's kind of how it worked with the Nuggets Jamal just came back you know this was his first playoffs back from you know the injury and he didn't have those jitters he didn't you know think about it or anything he went out there and played and he really does elevate his game um, in the playoffs and when it matters. Um, he didn't complain about, you know, the Nikhil Alexander-Walker uh, matchup or right. you know, his injury or his hand or anything like that. He just went out there and competed. Um, and that's what you want from your point guard, what you want from your guy. They showed that it's not just Jokic. There is a running mate, and he's back, and he is, yep. um, you know, a guy that can get you 30. Um, he can get you 40 on a certain night and maybe we're close to seeing that bubble Mary, you know, type of 50 point game. Um, so he just, you know, proved that they're, they're, they're a tandem, you know, and, yep. and they're really good. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Another one, Alyssa, I just sent you something DMs. Do you see that? If you could pull that up on the screen there, um, this comes from friend of the show, Jake coin, AKA stat squatch after going three of three tonight, Michael Porter Jr. now has an effective field goal percentage of 92.5% in the fourth quarter of this year's playoffs. Among 1,100 players or more with 20-plus shot attempts in the fourth quarter of a playoff run over the last 20 years, he's now the third most efficient. I think we can officially say Michael Porter Jr., clutch. Definitely clutch. Definitely clutch. He Would was you, terrible tonight. He was. Till the clutch. Same thing last game. Same thing last game. Till but the clutch. the biggest shots, he hit them. Uh question who do you think that the, are we would you or categorize michael porter jr as the x factor of this series michael porter jr man who who wins x bruce, factor bruce brown your, might be my x factor who, who he you, just played who's your x factor dev i mean michael porter won game three for them for this series this series Bruce Brown, probably. I think it's between those two, but I would yeah. go Bruce. You would go MPJ? I think well, I, that, I predicted it would be MPJ, but I he was a little too ineffective, maybe. He was too up and down. Yeah, maybe too a up bit. and down, but his big shots were as big as anybody, yep. anything in this entire series. Like, he um, really, more than one time, and in every game, it seemingly he had a moment where he brought he revived the Denver Nuggets or hit a shot that was just absolutely required or just you know, stepped up in such a big way. You were like, come on, Mike. And just 
Mike, 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 Mike. Let me ask this one because it's kind of an interesting one. We played Portland and hated Portland by the end of it. You play the Lakers. We hated them before it, so whatever. Um, Spurs didn't really feel one way or another about. Who else have the Nuggets gone up in the playoffs? Suns, my sworn enemy. I'll never forgive them. I'll never like them in their yeah. fan base. They yeah. can all go to hell. Uh, who else? You got the Clippers? I mean, I don't like the Clippers because I don't yeah, like their Clippers players, but I also but their fans, whatever. Mm-hmm. How do we feel about the Timberwolves now, having played the Timberwolves? Silent. I didn't hear a word from Timberwolves fans. You know what? Me neither until tonight. I was checking my mentions earlier. Like, there's all these Minnesota fans like, I hope you guys are ready to lose the next round. We don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't want to win. We didn't want to win because it, it was a long season. We're tired of it. Towns was, uh. But I honestly, but I other than that, I... Silent. Silent, man. I just feel like... the. Uh, even talking to like their writers and stuff before the series, they're all like, man, we're going to lose. We're probably going to lose in five. They were right. How do you feel, Dev? Scale of one to ten, where do you put them on the haters' ball list? I think they're still very, very low for me. Um, I, I just feel like people in Minnesota are very nice. Yeah, Midwestern nice. nice. Um, but I, I already told you guys, um, one, of, one of my gigs... Oh. They sent me out to Minnesota, and they're just like, we want Denver. Oh, want that's Denver. right. I'm like, I'm like, why would you want something like that? They're like, <laughs> y'all are not good. You know, like now I'm the trash talker. It seems like I'm rubbing it in their face. But they truly did believe that they had the answer, which you're supposed to have, you know, some type of confidence. But don't call them out or anything like that. But, I mean, they have cheese curds. They, you know, they just <laughs> lost. They, Delicious. They don't. Are, are they known for cheese curds? I mean, it's they just lost Aaron the Rodgers. They, they, the they claimed him, too. So. It's the whole area. It's the whole area. It's the whole area. I mean, it's Wisconsin. They're <laughs> close to Wisconsin. They, do you think there's a, mark, like a meaningful difference between those two places? <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> there no, they're the same place. Everybody knows that. <laughs> the same they're place. They're cheeseheads. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too they funny. They have waters. <laughs> uh, let me know when Brendan Vote is there. He's going to be joining from the arena. We'll also get Harrison. I want to get both guys tonight. For two reasons. One, I just want to hear from the whole squad tonight as we close out. And then number two, yo, still showering. Dude, remember how uh, Worldwide Wob picked the wolves? We were supposed to do a Hall of Shame. Uh, <laughs> we were going to do a Hall of Shame graphic. Sirat Sohi from the Ringer picked the wolves. She's like, I kind of She didn't pick the wolves. She picked either the wolves or oh, the yeah, thunder. Oh, yeah, she didn't even pick the wolves. Either team. The wolves or the thunder. Any <laughs> team. The Denver Nuggets will lose in round one regardless of who they play. Honestly, they can't keep up with the youth. Honestly, an atrocious pick. But, like, Nuggets are going to get a lot more haters in the next round. Like, Denver but is... they'll also get a lot more believers. They Listen, they got through I, without much difficulty. Of course. Well, so did the Suns. But I'm just saying they're going to get a lot more people picking the other side. There, We'll have to, like, really squint to find the ones. Sirat was one. Kendrick Perkins, it's kind of did like, oh no, Towns is going to give Jokic all he can handle. That was not true. <laughs> Gobert maybe, but not Towns. Um, and then yeah, Worldwide Wob, who's kind of like a huge Jokic fan, I'm kind of shook by the fact that Me he picked too. the Wolves, dude. The crazy. I always thought he had a Jokic jersey behind his. He does. He's like a big Jokic fan. Harrison says it's a mellow jersey. Oh yeah, yeah. He has a mellow jersey. He's a Knicks fan. I mean, come on. But I thought it was a Jokic jersey this whole time. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, come on. Um, so anyway, those are the guys. Is there anybody else we can, we can shame for picking against Denver? Uh, there were like saw. a lot of big ones, but like that worldwide wob one, I was like, "What is happening? You what is going me, on?" Man. So uh, I said Kevin O'Connor chose. There's no way KOC chose the Wolves. Yeah. Did he really? It, it couldn't have been. No way you picked the Wolves, KOC. Come on, man. What is that? That's my guy too. I love Kevin O'Connor, but come on, man. The Wolves, I'm telling you, you get too wrapped up in the narrative. There was, like, no basketball reasons to pick against the Nuggets in this series. There's only narrative reasons. I feel 
guilty. Like he probably heard about my vision and that I was troubled. Can you imagine if he was like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, Alyssa, did anybody super chat today? All right, let's, we'll let's also, We in. also have the, 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 the... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Step. We do have a ceremonial steps. Do you have the steps ready? After every single win this playoffs, guys, uh, we have to update our steps. Uh, Step up time. Uh, Drum roll, please. <laughs> Take those steps. <laughs> Take that step. Uh-oh. <laughs> there it is! Look at that. Now, Wolves, line through it. Line through it. Wow, take that, Wolves. Still a long way to go, man. Still a there really, really long is, way to go. This really feels like we made it to the top, and we are at base camp. Little, yeah, <laughs> so true. This is a real false summit here. But you know what? Dispatch to the Wolves in five. Got it done. Light work. All right, let's go to these Super Chats while we wait for Brennan Vote to join. What do we got, people? Who wants to read these? Oh, I gotta read it. All right. Uh, Omer... Oh, Omer says, weird game, but got the dub. Shorter series in the Jokic era. Glad the Nuggets were able to get out of an ugly game. Himal Murray. We got the rest of the couple of, we got to rest for a couple of days before the next series. Vibes, air horns, lasers, nuggets, LFG. I, well, let's go. No, 20 again. piece, by the way. $20 to the chat from the whole man. There it is. Air horn. Is people just devolve into words. That's so true. It starts it's off because in Super Chat, it tells you how many characters you have left. And when know, you, you, if you, you spend money, you're, you're like, like, hold on. You're like all lasers. Fun. Vote. Uh, <laughs> fun. Somebody typed out lasers. Trey, the homie, says, Happy birthday, Kale. Uh, he's not here. He's not I'm here. not finishing that. Yeah. Okay, next. Nuggets. <laughs> Happy birthday, Kale. Happy birthday, Kale. Yeah, there we go. Sounds uh, like we're Wyatt bringing... OK Corral says, Ant just ran straight into the locker room after missing that shot. Dude is incredible. Just needs the maturity. Ball IQ, and he'll be a menace. He Dude, is, I don't, he is I don't a menace, think he man. needs much more. I'd like... He's ready. I don't think he was immature to run in. It was just like he missed the shot. Like, what are you? Yeah, time to go. What do you want to yeah, hang out? Like, yeah, get out <laughs> yeah, of there, man. Watch the Nuggets be happy. Okay. I will say too. You could stop these. Guys. I think votes here now. But you know what's funny is Nuggets have beat Portland. They beat the Jazz. They beat the the Wolves now in the playoffs. Uh, Only the Thunder to complete division. the set. Only the Thunder remain. Is a uh, vote there? Did I hear? Did I hear him ringing in from the arena? Ringy dingy ding. Brendan vote. Live from Ball Arena. That's not him. That's a little blue box. Instead of a little blue man. Instead of a little blue man. <laughs> there he is. Oh, Giant oh. head. Bravo. Let's go. He's a mascot. All right. Oh, we lost him. What happened there? Listen, uh, we're all getting our legs underneath us. It's a, it's a nugget. Did, he, so did, he, we, did we lose the connection? At least we got a couple of days to rest. He said, uh, hold up. He said, hold up. Okay, cool. All right, Doug, back to Super Chats then while we wait the for him to call back. Will he have the microphone? He will, because he never left it. He's had it the whole time. So. All right. You're right. 50, you know what? 50 50. Yeet. 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 <laughs> yeet. I remember Yeet. Yep. All right. Uh, Seth Bang says $10 Super Chat. D Line's guy came to play tonight. <laughs> Number one, MPJ three. Sh oh, yeah. One MPJ short of 400 bucks. I know, man. No biggie. I got another round of nuggets to win the big money. Second round, here we come. There you go. All right. Sounds like Vote might have figured out the internet. Doubtful. And we may have him to go back to. Let's see if we pull all the right buttons and levers. There he is. Oh, hey. Hey. Oh, <laughs> so nice. He had to call oh, in twice. Man. He did a full spare. <laughs> How was it there at Ball Arena hey. today? It was great, man. It was great. It got a little tense at some point, but... <laughs> 
Guys, it's supposed to get tense. It's the playoffs. Uh, Nuggets advance in five, and this crowd responded when the Nuggets finally did grab some momentum in the fourth when they won on the, when they went on those mini runs. It got really loud in here, and the cheers for the team as they were walking off, they were not consolation cheers. They were not, oh, a sweep would have been nice. It was, this thing is over, onward, good job, fellas. And uh, I, think, I think the energy ended up where it needed to be. Um, Sorry, it got a little tense, you know? Was the crowd into it? Because I'll tell you, the DNVR bar had a weird energy tonight. Like, it wasn't, like, as up as usual because I think everybody was nervous. Yeah, I think it was very similar. I mean, it's tough when Jokic is 6 of 22. And yeah. it's like, hey, I don't think I've ever seen this before. I don't know what he finished. but And Mike couldn't hit a shot. There was just a nervousness in the crowd. It got tense. But, again, when the team gave them something to cheer for, it got really loud. It felt like a playoff atmosphere for sure. Uh, and so I think it appropriate ending to the series. What, these notes? Yeah, let's get these notes. Get your notes off. Rip it. Michael Malone, great mood. Great mood for Michael Malone. And no way. Uh, his first note, I'm going to have Ratliff do the anthem every game going forward. Is it Ratliff? Nathaniel Ratliff. Ratliff. Uh, did he mention yeah, that? He once did the I anthem. He didn't bring up the once I saw him in a, um, Snarfs. Didn't come up. All right, no, he didn't mention that, Eric. <laughs> it didn't come up. But, uh, he, he likes that he did the anthem, uh, winning winning move. They're going to do that going forward. Then he said, on a serious note, give a lot of credit to the Wolves. They were shorthanded. That was a hell of a series. Anthony Edwards, Finchie, and his staff. This was the message from Malone, and I think it's the right one tonight. And, and I hope everyone internalizes it. You know, forget the seeding, forget 1-8. Winning a playoff series is hard. It is always hard. It is never easy. And he's really proud of them for finishing the job tonight. Uh, and I think that's the right message. Obviously, he spent a lot of time talking about Jamal Ulmer, who just lives for big moments, who is never afraid. And as Malone pointed out, they absolutely needed that from him tonight. They needed every last ounce. And he had it. And this is now me talking, not just Malone, but it's just the 40-piece, then two days of, man, he can't get by Walker, and then this game. And it's I don't know if I followed another athlete like Jamal as closely as we have. He's remarkable in every direction. Malone also liked that 40% from the field didn't detract Denver from being aggressive. They stayed aggressive on the glass, aggressive going to the rim, and that's why they were able to live at the line. And as Malone said, the foul line saved us tonight. Down the stretch, it sure got tight with some calls in Minnesota's favor, but it's easy to forget that first half, Denver got a lot of calls, more than we're used to seeing, and I think those free throws kept them in the game. On Jokic, he's unrelenting. The guy is just a worker every single day. You never have to worry about him showing up and doing his job. I marvel at his consistency, Malone said. And he started talking about all the other things guys were doing well, all the things that, um, you know, that ultimately went well before it was all said and done, like Michael, who struggled to shoot the ball. But Malone said he had 10 rebounds. He hit those big shots in the fourth. He had that big deflection on the Rudy lob. Uh, so he just, and he loved the dunk, of course, on the drive. They love that Mike is a guy who can start 0 for 6. You're still passing to him, and you're still expecting it to go in. Bruce, man, Bruce was really important for them in this series, and Malone wanted to uh, make that known. Versatile combo guard, and he said, look, the way they were hounding Jamal all night and all series, we wanted to free him up and get someone else on ball. And we've talked on this show, fellas, about how Bruce is suboptimal in that role, but he is the next best option, and they needed him in this series. And I think ultimately he showed up. 
And then Malone had a two-sided take on the Nikhil Alexander-Walker thing. He says, well, first of all, you give the kid credit. I think through their playoff games, their play-in games, I should say, and this series, he's really made a name for himself. But the second side of it, I think, is that Jamal Murray was tired of that narrative. And he mm. wanted to come out and show what he could do on that message, <clears throat> on that matchup. Malone said, our team was kind of like the crowd tonight. We, were, we arrived a little late. And then he caught himself. He said, that's not really a knock. I know the weather was weird. I was told ahead of time it would be a slow trickling crowd. But I'm just <laughs> glad we showed up. He also said on the, the start to the game, which was a regular season start in his eyes, he said, I couldn't quite put my finger on it. Was it nerves? Was the moment too big for us? And it wasn't just that we didn't show up and play hard. Like we played hard, but there was a certain intensity and physicality required that was lacking. Uh, obviously, they were able to find it in the fourth. But it was it was a weird first. I think we can all agree on that. Um, and, oh, the defensive player of the game chain went to Jokic. Uh, he talked about how they finally started blitzing Ant at the end of the game here. This is a quick aside from me. I think... Everyone wanted to see them blitz Ant, and I think that they should get credit for waiting until they absolutely needed to do that to seal the I don't series. think you can they, all game, man. Yokel just tip over. Right, and all series, right? Like, Ant was seeing looks he liked for four games, and then when he really needed to make big shots, they gave him different looks tonight. And Ant, who was incredible, and I was so impressed by him all series— um, you know, you just got to take that ball out of his hands, make him make decisions. Jokic really committed to getting up to the screen, uh, getting up to the level, making sure they were there to trap. Um, I, I just felt Nikola really committed to that, Malone said. And then he said uh, on Aaron Gordon, I cannot leave this press conference without giving Aaron a lot of love and respect for his defense all series long. I thought it was outstanding. Uh, highlighting that that is not supposed to be an easy matchup for AG, but he did his job. And then we heard from Jamal Murray, and Jamal was in a great mood, one of his better pressers I can remember. Uh, insightful stuff, candid stuff, let's get into it. Does he live for these moments? Oh, absolutely, I live for these moments, Jamal said. We had a slow start, and they started talking, and that woke us up. You know, I think we executed down that uh, stretch in the second half. There was a follow-up of the trash talk, and he said nothing unusual, right, just or untoward, it's a playoff game. But once they started feeling themselves and talking, Jamal said it woke them up a bit. Quick theory, I think he's talking about himself. Don't think Jokic gives a shit, but I did, it, did, uh, it did wake Jamal up. I asked him if he watched that Jimmy Butler game and if while watching it, he got inspired at all. And he uh, smiled and said, absolutely, man. He said, you know when you're watching something and you just get goosebumps? That's how I felt watching Jimmy. He just gets so emotional. He gets... He gets so into those moments and he steps up and I said, and you're the same way. And he said, I believe so. I believe so. He looked at me and he smiled and he said, I had some moments like that tonight. <laughs> um, he sure did. I love that he was watching stuff. it. it was, and I love that he was inspired by it. I just love that. That's great. Yeah. I was, I wondered if he would take the question the wrong way, but I, I think he really understood like, usually I think he gets yes. inspired by that. That's, that's who he is. Yeah. On the shooting, did it bother him to see his teammates taking and, and missing so many threes? Absolutely not, Jamal said. Great shots. Keep taking them. On offense, you want to find open shots. Mike in the corner? What's he shooting from the corner? 60%? That's a good shot. Next play. Um, on Jokic's defense, he said he has great hands. And then I asked Murray, I said, a couple of days here where the talk was about Nikhil Alexander-Walker's defense on you. Obviously, tonight you were able to get some, some buckets to fall. Did the team do something differently? Did you just play better? What went into it? 
And he said both, and then he paused and he said, that's my guy, you know, we're both Canadians, but the talk he was doing, he was doing a decent job. So I had to, he shook his head a couple of times and he said, I had to. Mm. Um, on getting on the pressure, the late pressure, he said, my dad always told me, if you're getting double teamed, you're doing something right. And Malone guys became the winningest playoff coach, I believe, or I should say most wins, most career playoff wins for a head coach in Nuggets history. I think it's 25. Feel free to fact It is 25. Chat. Also, Jokic, I just checked it as well while you were doing this because I didn't have time earlier. Jokic, also the winningest player in Denver Nuggets franchise playoff history. Oh, I bet he loves that. I bet he knows that, and he loves that <laughs> anecdote. I do think it's funny, though, that because I saw the, the Malone one. Like, that's making the rounds, clearly, but Jokic also... I think it's kind of under it the just, radar. I, I, think it's a, I think it's just kind of like a coach stat, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But, um, but Murray said we gave him the ball in the locker room, the locker room, and Malone has gotten a lot better at uh, being positive after they've been negative on the floor, learning when to call timeouts, when to really press. Um, and he says sometimes that can go a long way when you guys have been bad, but your coach stays positive. He's done a great job. They felt prepared for this series. And finally, on the Suns, he was, you know, kind of baited into, is it a personal matchup at all? He did not take the bait, but I get the sense he's itching to go. It's very exciting. We're looking forward to our new matchup, a new challenge. We're one step closer to our goal. I love it. I love it. They want this one, man. They want this one. I mean, they like, there's, it's personal. You got to step up time in the biggest way already. Step up time. I love it, man. Uh, any final thoughts on the series? Yeah, I mean, I kind of hit on it before, but this is a good result, man. You look around the league, Celtics have lost twice. The Bucks are down 3-1. I know Giannis got hurt, but everyone's in a dogfight except for Philly, who played a fake playoff team, and all it cost them was their best player's knee. You know, it's no <laughs> one really cruised through this first round. No one did. And so I think Denver getting through this in five, getting tested a bit, we all wanted this to be easy. Guess what? It never was going to be, and it only gets harder going forward. Uh, but I think these Nuggets are ready. I think these Nuggets are ready. I'm, I'm pumped on it. One last note, because I am a man of agendas, if nothing else. Michael Porter Jr., who had a terrible game until the fourth quarter, finished a game-high plus nine for the Nuggets. And uh, our guy Bronco Squatch just put this tweet out. Uh, yeah. Like the, the last 20 years, over 1,000 players who qualify. Yeah, you guys already put it up. Whatever. You get it. Michael Porter hey, no, Jr. You, just Michael wait, Porter you Jr. to say it, though. It's Agenda Corner. It's, it's the Bragenda. Just go ahead and say it. He's clutch. He's clutch. Give him the rock. <laughs> Get home, save vote. Good stuff. Uh, give the mic, though, to Wind. I want to hear from Jokic and yes, Wind uh, right after this. Is, so uh, thank you so much. We'll see you on the other side here. Guys, summer's almost here. I know it doesn't look like it from looking you, out at the sky. I thought we'd gone back into autumn. Oh, I'm just saying it feels like autumn, but <laughs> right, summer fine. is nearby. And, of course, that means it's time for Shady Rays. Our friends at Shady Rays, they got you covered. Because they have this, they're an independent sunglass company, sure. first of all, already Check. love what I'm hearing. And what they do is they offer that super protection program where if you lose them, you, you order a pair of glasses for them, you're good for life. You lose them, they'll replace them. You break them, they'll replace them. Just a little tiny damage because, you know, your dog sat on the couch wrong and then you left them there because you were an idiot. They will replace them. They've got aviators, navigators, bass fishing ones that I always say. They've got racquetball looking ones. You could even get... Uh, 
Reggie Jackson could probably find a pair of glasses mm. that fit his style. Mm. Hey, they got he, those ones. He does there. have to look from the bench these days. Oh, <laughs> oh man, that felt Ooh, really that was good. A low blow. What did he do? He's cheering loudly for the bench. ShadyRays.com. Use code DNVR. ShadyRays.com. DNVR. You get fifty percent off of two pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try it for yourself. They're rated five stars by over two hundred and fifty thousand. People also want to tell you guys about Illegal Pete's. You guys know me. It's where I'm eating all the time. Our homie Pete, friend of the show, uh, Illegal Pete, founded this while he was in college. Yep. Like a chill dude. Now you just picture this dude like in his dorm being oh, like, yeah. you know what we should do? Start a burrito company, man. Let's like, just do it. He's like, bro, that sounds so chill. That sounds so chill. <laughs> then he brought his two friends on and they each married a famous person's daughter. Um, <laughs> Illegal Pete's, they're all over. They got locations all over Denver. Uh, they've got the one right down the street from the DNVR bar. And the thing is, is they really do have great margaritas. They're known for all of their various different margaritas. So you go there and it's just a chill vibe. It's uh, You get your burrito, you get quesadillas, reverse nachos if you really want to game the system. But then you can also get the margarita. Happy yeah. hour, sneak out of work a little bit early. Nothing feels better than when you're like at a bar. Or sneak out a lot early. Sneak out a lot early and have go two margaritas. You can do all of that. Uh, Check out Illegal Pete's there, the homies. Fired. <laughs> all right, we got a lot of super chats. Let's try to get to. Let's try to run through right, as many yeah, as we can go. before Harrison right, gets uh, here. Let's see. Flo. Flo. Denver answered many questions in this round, but the biggest one remains: What's the biggest track in hip hop history? H, happy birthday, Kale. <laughs> That's right. Flo knows. That's a callback. They played it tonight, by the way. Yeah, cream. I cream. didn't say. I'm just I like it. cream. It's just like I, I just. It's not the best. It tells an incredible story. It really takes you. They do it. It's a very good storytelling you know story. Cream is a uh, is a. If, it's also if, a great beat. If it's Bob, also a great yeah, if Bob Dylan made hip hop, he thank would you. make cream. Thank you. Uh, okay, I agree. Uh, Flo again says, to "Take you inside their world." For the record, know? we're not all that goofy. He's talking about <laughs> Rudy good Gobert. Sport, Flo, way to be a good sport. Andrew making fun of the French. Bruce Brown is Mighty Mouse, unsung hero of the series. Stalwart. (laughs) (laughs) We don't understand all of them. Akasha P says. (laughs) (laughs) Akashada P sucks for them that Gobert and Towns fouled out at the end. Bet it was the Wolf's personal 9-11. Wow. <laughs> wow. Goodness. Wow. I wish I hadn't read that. Wow. But you know what? Listen, they, $5 will get me to say anything. I'm say real Ron Burgundy anything. up here. David Holt says, fourth time in five years. Nugs are at least this far. Never got this far twice in a row before. Jokic and Murray, this is the era we waited for. So Dude, true, it's the man. golden era. I want to call this the golden era. The Denver Golden Nuggets era. All right. Uh, great. I mean, it clearly is. Browse says, Jamal, the Canadian player of the year. Canadian Let's go. player of the year. Remember? Let's go. CPR Suck on guy. that, Shy. Yeah. Also, clutch player of the year. Daniel Pressman says, "Let uh, last two back. minutes of the game was the loudest I ever heard Ball Arena. Love this team. Hell yeah, Let's that's go. Awesome. Tyler Peters says, uh, the vibes were so are so immaculate, I hit the like twice. Oh, no. That's I mean, that means unlike. Yeah, you unlike. Michael it. Punctual Jr. Man, what a great one. Michael Punctual Jr. Yeah, great work. Go. Who do we have to credit that? Tyler Peters. Tyler All right, Peter. We're using that. Jimmy Del Camp says, I'm worried about the Suns. Remember, Jamal is their dad. Or I'm not worried about the Suns. Remember, Jamal is their daddy. They just got lucky. He was hurt the year we played them in the second round. Nugs in five. Let's go, baby. Tucker. Hey, man, I'll tell you what. There's just a lot of sitting on this exact series, man. Yeah, for, sure for us, obviously, but I think for the Nuggets, too. Yeah, we I are. think the Nuggets also just had to sit there and be like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. All right. Okay. 
Uh, Tucker says, betting the over on MPJ every game versus the Suns. Why not? I would take AG. Uh, Lance Wilson says, Aaron Gordon had a tough series, but his free throw shooting was huge. Great point. Uh, what an improvement. Love these nuggets and D-line's hat. Hell yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, Eric Huang says, I wanted an ugly win before next round. Our team has more dogs than any other. That's why we're going to the finals. LFG. Good take. Thanks, I like DNBR, it. More dogs. For all your hard work. Thank you. Oh, are we working hard or hardly working? Let's hey. go. Dylan Cantor says, does anyone else think Jokic enjoyed fouling Cat and Gobert out almost as much as ending the series? Are you saying because of that like evil smile he had walking yeah, down did. the court at the end of the game? He like, did look evil. Is that like an evil? That was such Freak a like. Smirk, dude. I love it. Evil yoke. Uh, evil yoke. Uh, Ty Teachify says, Ten bucks. I, I plan to super chat after every series win, so hopefully three more super chats. Congrats, Nugs Nation. Keep up the good work. Adam, D-Line, Dev, Harrison, and vote. All my best. Wilson from Singapore. From Singapore. Hell yeah, Singapore. Hell yeah man. Thanks so All much. All over the world. Thank you, thank you, thank International. you. International. Uh, Sunnyboy261 says, LFG, that was my first playoff game. That was the most <laughs> electric awesome. game I've been to. Jamal is a killer. Bye, 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 baguette boy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> man, this is really... <laughs> if anybody... We're sorry, Flo. We're so sorry. Was... We, we actually like this the French. This is terrible. We I'm really going to get full on cancer. I, Paris, one of my favorite places I've ever been. I had oh. a great time in Paris when I went. Irwin says, checking in late. That was stupid, but we won. Love and appreciate you guys. Nuggets in five. Nuggets uh, in five. Marco says, longtime viewers, second time super chat. LFG. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Just facts. VI chilling. Yoke fouled out with four or fouled out 4.34 meters of <laughs> members of meters. Tim Meters of was, oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, has it. Wilt ever done that? Has Wilt ever uh, done that? Get out of here, Wilt! Yeah, jeez. Not since Wilt has have four point three four meters of Timberwolf been. It actually is out. a very fitting end that they fouled out. Like that, he literally sent them to the bench. So do we do we have vote? I think we have win. win. I think we got Harrison Wynn calling in, and boy, haven't heard from Wynn in forever. I have no idea what he thinks of the Nuggets. <laughs> I, have a, I have a feeling he likes the Nuggets. Let's find let's out. Find out. Let's, let's Wynn, find out. Wynn, it's so good to see you at Ball Arena. I know, man. Gets me back at Ball Arena. I like this arena way more than that arena uh, up in Minnesota. Well, well there you go, man. Um, all right, so you waited for Yoke. You also went in the locker room. Where do you want to start for us? I mean, I'll start in the locker room. I don't think there was a whole lot of celebrating in the locker room after this one, like from the Nuggets. I think Michael Malone or Jamal Murray, like, handed the game ball to Michael Malone. They took a deep breath. I think they said, thank God this one was over. And, like, that was really it. Then they were just watching the Suns-Clippers game. So um, I think the mood, the tone of the team is like, all right, we got through that, took care of business. Um, let's, let, let's be happy about that. But I didn't get the sense that they were like bouncing out off the walls, you know? Yeah, that's good. I mean, it is the yeah. first round and they were the one seed, but yep. at the same time, I like it. Workman like attitude. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And this um, is a veteran I team. I will say this. This is a veteran team, man. Honestly, even in their expectation, it's like, yeah, we won the first round in five. We were supposed to. I like yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. And I also think it had something to do with just how this game went you know exhausting <laughs> this, this wasn't this wasn't a game where there was like a lot to wasn't celebrate. a master yeah other, other than the win which you right. know is the most important thing um but nicola definitely had a, a bunch of interesting stuff to say i thought first off he was talking about jamal's performance he said 
Jamal, he rises to the moment, and he was our best player this series. <laughs> I love it. I love it. He's right, though, about this, man. I mean, Yoke was really good in a lot of things, but I do think that Murray was probably the MVP of the series. I think it's dope that the, the best player <laughs> yeah. is saying that uh, about another teammate, and it's good to like put him on that type of pedestal. Set that tone. Yeah. And um, he was asked about Michael Malone becoming the Nuggets' all-time playoff wins leader. And he actually had some some really nice stuff to say. He went on about how Michael Malone is always really prepared. He's always ready. He's always organized. He, he always gets the team ready for every game, whether it's, you know, regular season or playoffs. Um, he adjusts re really well. And, you know, he looked back to the bubble and, and those 3-1 comebacks. And he said that Michael Malone deserves this. He deserves to have you know, the most playoff wins in Nuggets history. So I thought that was cool. You don't hear Yoke talk about Malone, like, you know, too often. Not that he says negative stuff, but you just don't hear it. So it's kind of cool to hear him give credit like that. I'll tell you this, though, Wind, and it's funny. Nobody seems to have caught that Jokic also became the winningest Nuggets player in playoff history for wow. the franchise. So it's kind of funny that Malone is uh, getting the shine here on this one. They both should. It's just cool that both of them earned it today. It's because Malone never gets shine. Yeah, Jokic <laughs> always does. <laughs> But I mean, it's a big deal um, to be the most yeah. playoff wins. That's I, a big deal I for agree. a player, too. I agree. Yep. And then he also complimented the Timberwolves. He said, look, they're really well coached with missing a starter, two role players off the bench. They still managed to be there every game except one, he said. So he kind of gave a tip of the hat to the Timberwolves as well. And then, um, you know, he was asked about the Suns. He was asked to give a little, little preview mm. For the Sun series, and he had a lot to say. Actually, he said, wow. "Look, they're the favorites to win the championship." He said, um, "He said they have an amazing group of guys." He called Chris Paul the best floor general in the game. He said Devin Booker and Kevin Durant they're superstars. And then he said DeAndre Ayton. I really admire his game, and he said he admires the fact that you know he's like the fourth or fifth option. He has guys in front of him, but he still finds a way to contribute on both ends of the floor. Yeah. That's cool. A little love fest. Yep. So sweet. This is going to be such a sweetheart series. I can't wait. Oh, my God, dude. Uh, I actually think it's going to be a complete war, actually. But. <laughs> oh, you know what? You're right. It will be a complete war. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last thing I got from Yoke, um, he was just kind of going on about Aaron Gordon and the job he did this series. He said, look, he guarded Cat really well. Um, he said Cat's a hell of a player who's obviously come back from an injury. But Yoke said AG guarded Cat really well. He also guarded, like, everybody else in this series. He said he's literally guarding every position. And then he goes, he's probably going to guard. And this was before somebody asked him about the Suns. I don't know if Jokic knew who won that game when he was answering yeah, he questions knew. at first. He could, I don't know. He goes, who are we going to play? And then somebody said the Suns. And he goes, oh, yeah, well, he's probably going to guard Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Give him a little shine. Yeah. Um, but I think Yoke's very happy to be done with this series and get a few days of rest. For sure, man. For sure. Do you have any final thoughts on the yep. series? Man, um, this is not how I expected this game to go at all. Like, um, I feel like I usually have a pretty good read on these things, and I thought the Nuggets were going to win by double digits easily tonight. But um, they definitely got to play much better than they did tonight and in these last couple of games if they want to beat the Suns.
they've definitely got to raise their level, I think, significantly. So we'll, we'll see. I, I think that first half for sure. I got to give a shout out to Matt Moore, though, who predicted this very way and even cited historical precedent that you always think a team up 3-1 just like comes back home and smashes. And he, he said, look, man, they're almost always wars. The, yep. the home team usually wins. But it's almost always down to the wire. And you know what? That's exactly what happened in this one. Wind, I'm excited to see you it on the show tomorrow. I haven't talked to you in forever. I know, man. Got some hot takes to rip off in studio. So. <laughs> we are going to get ready. a very, very hot take Harrison win tomorrow. I can't wait. Hot take Harrison. Get home safe, buddy. All right. Let's rip off a couple of uh, super chats no, here to close it out. They keep coming boys. in. I know. Okay. Uh, Jeremy J-Rock says, Rudy Gobert, I got him, brother. Nikola Jokic tonight, 28 points, 17 rebounds, 12 assists, two steals, two blocks. Hey, man. Bring on Booker and the Durants. Hey, <laughs> I can't believe I'm the goody Rudy Gobert defender. Yeah, get lost. Raul says. <laughs> he did a good job, man. Get, get, go go job. dunk your head. Yeah. Loving the watch-alongs. Thanks, guys. And go Nuggets. Well, I'm glad you like them there. A little difficult to do. Jimmy Del Camp <laughs> says, let me give you my man, AG, big props on the free throws all series. 90% LFG. Wow. Totally agree. That it's incredible. Uh, Thomas says, uh, $5 from Thomas. Triple <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's go. Thanks, dude. Uh, Sam White says, undefeated in the brand new Mr. Nugget shirt, LFG. That's a talisman, of course. That's going to work for us. Uh, take Rasmussen says, or Toke Rasmussen says, I hope Jokic will practice his free throws in the pressure cooker before next series. Let's go, Nuggets. You can't practice pressure cooker. That's not uh, true. <laughs> Somebody's like, Yoke, you're down one. You got to make these. He's like, oh, I'm so nervous. Unless, does he mean he has to go into a literal, a literal pressure, pressure cooker? Wow. Jeez, I don't that know. sounds dangerous, oh, man. man. Uh, Mark Hand uh, says, saddest words in the English language. Kale, hit the outro music. There's going to be an eclipse uh, in Phoenix. Let's go. Let's eclipse the suns. I like it. With nuggets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> with the, kind of put, fill the sky with golden nuggets. All uh, right. Mark uh, S2, our homie, says, let's go. Nuggets in five was how I felt from the start. Figured they'd fight for one. Now on to the real test and sweet revenge nugs for two i like it man i'm telling you the covid blues that's the only thing that kept me from uh nuggets i had nuggets and five was my pick until the covid blues <laughs> oh boy uh sean from new jersey says one. would K kd be guarding mpj potentially thank you we'll potentially joseph says ph next dnvr crossover shows debates and watch-alongs absolutely not absolutely that, not we don't you guys just like <laughs> yell at the ph next guys we know you guys how this goes. hate them a little bit more <laughs> like where you absolutely want, not you just want to have a, a war going on uh let's see uh, Francois <laughs> says, appreciate the live watches. Endure and survive is how the playoffs work. Gentlemanly sweep of the pups down. Bring on the revenge against the Suns. Totally agree. The Joe Arrow 27 says, went to, uh, went to the game last second with tickets on game time. Let's Love go! you guys. Jamal is him. Let's Jamal go. is Let's him. Go. Josh Barnett from Down Under says, first <laughs> gentleman sweep by Joker. It's our time. Let's go, baby. Let's go, dude. Uh, Casey Mack says, uh, saw the schedule for the Suns versus Nuggets. Why is game two and game three going to be four days apart? Oh, I haven't even seen it. The wow. NBA is very stupid. It actually probably has something to do with uh, hockey, I would guess. Hmm. Uh, well, it looks like Jack White got the defensive player of the game. Yeah, Maybe old-footed. Yeah, might be old-footed, yeah. <laughs> ZL says, no, thanks, DNVR. Love you. Love you right back, ZL. 
Thanks, Leo. Uh, V.I. Chillin says, Nugs in five, close W's. Booker is a concubine. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. He's a concubine. I mean, <laughs> listen, he provides needed comfort for uh, busy Japanese gentlemen in, in the feudal Japan. Uh, um, let's see. Laking Ball, the hater homie, says. Oh, man. Tough one for Laking Ball. I was about to come in here and clown the Bucks and thank the hell or thank the heat for doing the Celtics dirty work. Then they disappoint me. But for Nuggets versus Sun, I have to be neutral. I mess with the NVR and PHNX. He actually said PHXN, which yeah, like maybe how much do you mess with yeah, you're like, yeah, flip. Do you also mess with Admin and Duve? <laughs> well, I mean, it's, how, it's, how late. Close it's late. It's late. It's okay. <laughs> you get a pass. Uh, all right. The saddest words uh, that you have to hear, Alyssa. Hit that outro music. Hit that outro music. Uh, we got to get Dev Dev's home, man. Up. It's yeah, well Dev's, past his, uh, very his bedtime. Guys. He's going to bed right now. I'm <laughs> telling you, the playoffs, man, like this was such an important first round series for Yo. me for me personally because it never got too tense, but it certainly was tense all the way through. I feel like I'm ready for this next round that is certain to bring us some highs and some lows. This was a very tense game. This felt like the playoffs. It is officially on. Uh, comfort is gone. War has begun. Get ready. Uh, keep your wits about you. Keep your head about you. Be careful for online traps. Don't be goaded. The trolls are going to be out in full force. Don't listen to anything in four. Let it go. We're, we're going to be the bigger people here. We're going to rise above. Mm. They're now going to see what the Denver, what this fully formed Death Star looks like when because we actually have our players. So. We've been waiting for this for some time, and now we get it. Uh, this is actually, in some ways, a blessing. Dev? Um, I got all my homies into boxing classes and stuff like that. We dare the, the Sons and Four guy to show up. We <laughs> dare him to show up. All my homies. Dev's got him. hands, man. That's all I'm saying, man. That's all I'm saying. You That's ready for I'm this? Saying. You ready for this, man? I'm ready for that war. I'm ready for it. Let's get it, baby. I, I, I'm ready for it as well. And more importantly, I think the Nuggets, after four days of rest, are also going to be ready for it. I can't wait for it. And I'm excited to do it with all of you homies. Guys, Harrison Wynn's going to have a great piece for you in the morning on thednvr.com. Brendan Vote is going to have the grades. Always does a very creative and good job of filling those out. So you're going to want to check that out on thednvr.com. And if you're not a member, consider becoming a member for this run. Everybody. And to be when you are a member, we have so many new shirts. You get a free shirt when you're a member every year. You honestly, if you're gonna buy one shirt, you should just buy a yes. membership. You get the discount, and then yes. you're just gonna just keep buying them, man. There's so many shirts. And by the way, come to the DMVR bar if you're always thinking, should I or shouldn't I come to the DMVR bar? One, you absolutely should. We've lowered the prices for these watch parties. We've made a happy hour for the entire game, so you get happy hour prices during the game. You get a discount on Rakia before the game. Yeah. There's a lot of good things. And then when you come here, if you want to buy a shirt in person. When you come here during the game, buy one, get one half off. So you get an even better deal uh, when you do that. So everybody, let's put a bow on round number one. Let's head to round number two. We'll see you guys over there. Hit that like button on the let's way out. Let's go.